Hello, and thanks for listening to PXP Podcast. It's a show about leadership, self-development, personal growth, and accountability. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow. Now, you can catch our podcast on almost any platform or directly from our website at pxppodcast.com. To hear it hot off the press, check out our host on the Podbean app. If you have questions or want to hear a particular topic discussed or even want to be a guest on the show, connect with me on social and send me a message. Now, are you ready to kick off today's episode? All right, here we go. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time zone you happen to be listening in. Welcome to PXP. My name is Jamie Yarrow. I'm your host. And today we're going to delve into a topic that, listen, it's truly the backbone of success. And that can be personal success, professional success, success in your health habits, success with nutrition. Like there's so many areas that, that this is going to be the backbone of. And that thing is called accountability. Now, you may have noticed that we didn't record a podcast last weekend. It was not by intention, although it just turned out that way. Uh, I've been wanting to put this podcast together, and it just hasn't come together. I've been trying, I've been working on it for a while. It just hasn't come together, and I, I struggled with the outline and, and really expanding on my thoughts. And last week, and last week, I recorded and re-recorded several hours and finally just put it down. And the truth is, that I really should have just published what I had. You know, a good friend of mine, Tommy Trucks, he is the CEO and founder of a very successful wholesale sign printing company. And he and I have had this conversation many times over. And, and we have a little saying between us. And it, the saying is, just ship it. And it refers to the idea that, you know, sometimes we try so hard to make every single detail right in a project that we can never get to the finish line. We never get a product that's, that goes to market or that's put out to the masses or a message or you know, a podcast or something like that. We never get it to the finish line because we're so worried about every, you know, every little small detail. And so you know, we just say, ship it. You know, we have to remind each other sometimes, get that thing out you know, for people to use or for people to hear. And so this podcast, I'm going to admit to you on the front end, it's not 100% the way that I want it, but uh, we're just going to ship it. All right, and if you're stuck on a project and you're trying to get every single detail just right and that struggle is keeping you from getting your message or your product or your service to the masses, listen, I encourage you to, to do the same thing. Just ship it, okay? Uh, so let's talk about accountability today. That's kind of our topic. We're going to look at it from a lot of different angles. But accountability is, it's really the driving force, right, that propels us towards our goals, whether those are personal or professional or health-related, as I mentioned earlier. And you could add many other things to that, right? Um, but it's the secret sauce, if you will, and I'm air-quoting here, the secret sauce that is, it kind of transforms us and it, it helps us to achieve our goals, right? So in today's episode, we're going to explore the, the world of accountability, and today we're going to touch on eight different aspects that encompass this, this crucial concept of accountability, each with, you know, its own unique challenges or rewards. And we're going to talk about eight different aspects or areas of accountability. And if you're taking notes, 
Uh, I'm going to give you those eight right here, and then we're going to expand on those. So number one, mastering your day. Okay, daily accountability habits. We're going to talk about how small daily actions can lead to significant results. All right, number two, accountability partnerships, right? The power of support, the strength that comes from joining forces with, with other people on your journey. So we'll talk about accountability partnerships a little bit. We're going to talk about eating for success. Listen, accountability in nutrition. I'm a big believer in nutrition being part of us reaching our goals. And so we're going to talk about how our dietary choices impact not only our health, but also the accountability in other areas of our life. All right. Number four, breaking through barriers and and overcoming challenges. All right. So the mindset and the strategies required to tackle those those obstacles that are in your way, those obstacles that are uh, in front of you. Number five today is going to be accountability and leadership. And so we're, we want to talk about leading by example and how accountability is, is really essential for effective leaderships at all levels. You've heard me talk about accountability from the perspective of leadership, and, and I have referenced the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink many times over on this podcast. And so leading by example and how you know accountability is crucial for leadership. Number six, fitness accountability. And this ties into nutrition a little bit, but not the same thing. Staying on track with our fitness and the importance that fitness plays in our overall well-being and how we can stay committed. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Number seven, mindset mastery. And this is the core of personal accountability. So understanding the crucial role that your mindset plays in your accountability journey. And this, it probably these are in no order, by the way. Like they're not in order of importance, but mindset is so important. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. And lastly, uh, but not least, uh, number eight is accountability in entrepreneurship. So I know there's a lot of business owners that listen to the podcast. And so we're gonna talk about lessons uh, from from entrepreneurs and the unique challenge and uh, and rewards, but the unique challenges that uh, that come with being an entrepreneur and and being accountable as an entrepreneur. So that's our roadmap for today. And throughout the episode, we're gonna we're gonna provide some insights, some strategies, some personal stories, perhaps that will help uh, bring some of this into a context that makes sense. Uh, so if you're looking to supercharge your productivity, if you're looking to build stronger relationships or, you know, as the as this podcast is all about simply becoming the best version of you, then today is the podcast that you want to listen to. So let's dive into this. We've titled it Accountability Unleashed, and I hope you're able to pull some nuggets out of our podcast today. So the first thing we were going to talk about was was mastering your day. Daily accountability habits. So let's kick off with with mastering your day through daily accountability habits. And it's all about taking control of your life and achieving your goals. And one powerful habit is setting clear daily priorities. Now, how you do that is entirely up to you. Some people uh, journal those things. Some people write down to-do lists. Some people use apps. You know, you do what makes sense to you, but begin each day by identifying your top tasks. And this simple step can help you stay focused and productive throughout the day. 
We did a podcast a while ago. It's called Eat the Frog. And I know this is a concept that many, many of you are familiar with, but you may want to go back and listen to that podcast. The, the theory or the idea behind eating the frog is there's things that we don't want to do every day. There is hard tasks. There is challenges that are set before us. There's, uh, you know, difficult conversations, maybe with a coworker or with a client or even a family member. There's, those things are, are on our to-do list for the day, right? Well, eat the frog means you just got to get it over with, right? And we, we recommend that you do that first. So we recommend that you, you get those things off your plate for the very first thing of the day, if possible. And that does one of two things, all right? So maybe you've got a, I'm just going to use the, the context of you're calling a client, all right? You've got an upset client and you need to call them and talk to them. We're going to eat the frog, right? You can dwell on that all day long and, you know, it's going to be in the back of your mind the entire day. But if we eat the frog, one of two things is going to happen, right? Number one, the call does not go the way you wanted it to go, you know, the outcome is not what you were hoping for. The client's still upset. Maybe you lost the business. Maybe you didn't get the sale. The client's still upset, whatever. You, you know, it didn't go the way you wanted. But the, here's, the, here's the benefit of that. You got it out of the way, right? You don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. Okay, so that hard thing is done. And now you can move on and, and find something else productive to, to do the rest of the day. Now, number two, the other way that that can go is, it goes great. You know, the call goes better than you expected. The, uh, maybe you get the sale, maybe you keep the customer, maybe the, you get the issue resolved if you're in a, maybe a service, customer service type environment. So you, maybe you get the issue resolved. And then guess what? Now you've started your day on a high note and you can only go up from there. Okay. So I would encourage you go back and listen to that one. It's called Eat the Frog. I think it's a podcast that, you know, we probably need to be reminded about from time to time, but just just prioritizing our top tasks for the day, all right? This simple step, uh, time management is, is absolutely crucial, right? We all have the same 24 hours. You've heard this. You've heard this before. How we use them is what matters. You know, successful people, they don't have more time in their day. They have the same number of hours you do. I remember seeing a meme several years ago. I was trying to find time to exercise, and I, I kept telling myself I didn't have time. I was making excuses, I didn't have time. And I saw a meme and it said, someone that is busier than you is exercising right now. And that hit hard. I was like, oh my gosh. And that's true though, right? We all have the same 24 hours. So along those lines, remember to take care of your own well-being. We're going to talk about this a little bit throughout today, but remember to take care of your own well-being. So that is essential for accountability. Schedule time for self-care, for exercise, to eat right, schedule time for relaxation, all that is important, okay? Mastering your day, that was number one. Our next aspect of accountability, number two today, is the accountability partnerships. It's the power of the support that helps you reach your goals. You know, life's journeys can be challenging, can't they? But you don't have to do it alone. Accountability partnerships are a game changer, Right? Find someone who shares your goals and your values, and together you motivate and hold each other accountable. This is that partnership, right? And it's a win-win. Building the trust in your partnership is vital. So as you're, as you're working on that partnership, as you're working on that accountability between the two of you, be open, be honest, and be reliable to each other, right? Trust is the glue that holds it all together. 
Listen, if you don't have trust in a relationship, you don't have a relationship. The single most important currency in any relationship, personal or professional, is trust. Particularly when it comes to this accountability partnership. If you don't have trust, if you don't have open, candid, honest conversation between you and your accountability partner, then you cannot expect to be able to hold each other accountable. And listen, you got to have some thick skin in an accountability partnership relationship, right? Because sometimes that person that's holding you accountable, they're going to have to say some things that might hurt your feelings. Sometimes they see things from a different perspective. Sometimes they see what you might have blinders on about. Have you ever gotten advice from someone and initially your response was like, they have no idea what they're talking about. They're wrong. I'm not listening to them. I don't even know where that came from. And then as that information starts to sink in, as it starts to simmer, you realize that that person was a lot more correct than what you thought they were initially, right? That's what accountability is all about. But we got to have thick enough skin to be able to take that, uh, that counsel, to be able to take that open, candid, honest conversation and apply it to our own lives. All right, so find somebody that'll hold you accountable. Now let's talk about eating for success. So I mentioned that we were going to touch on nutrition and fitness just a little bit. So let's talk about eating for success. Our food choices have an absolute direct impact on our energy, on our productivity, and really our overall well-being. But listen, it's not about just eating salads all day. Mindful eating is what is key, right? We got to pay attention to what we consume and really why we consume it. Are you eating out of boredom or stress or genuine hunger, right? And, and meal planning is another crucial aspect. And we're talking about accountability, accountability to yourself to make sure that you have the right foods available when it's time to eat them. So plan your meals ahead. When you plan ahead, you're way less likely to grab unhealthy options when you're hungry and when you're rushed. So I've been focusing on my healthy eating habits for about the last two and a half to say three months-ish. And I have a little bit of an advantage because my daughter is a fitness trainer and she's really good with macros and nutrition and things like that. And so she has helped me a lot, really. I mean, I'm she's just a text away and every day I'm sending her, okay, here's what I ate today or what about this food? Does this make sense? Or what are some good options for doing X, Y, Z? And so she's taught me how to track my macros and I use the app MyFitnessPal. And so if you're wondering, hey, I want to start eating healthy and I want to track macros and all that kind of stuff, MyFitnessPal is a fabulous app to be able to do that. And if you don't know where to start, I'd be happy to put you in touch with my daughter. She can do some virtual coaching with you and get you on track, get you headed in the right direction. So please don't ignore the eating for success aspect of accountability. Eating healthy is so crucial to long-term success. All right, number four. So number three was eating for success. Number four, breaking through barriers or overcoming challenges. Listen, challenges are a part of life, aren't they? And overcoming them is, it's a testament to our personal accountability, right? We need to adopt a growth mindset. We need to embrace those challenges as opportunities to learn and to grow. And this mindset shift, it can make a world of a difference, Right? We're talking about mindset. So let me ask you, where do you get your inspiration from? I would encourage you to seek inspiration from those who have faced adversity and who have triumphed before. 
because their stories can motivate you to keep pushing forward. I've said this a thousand times, and you probably heard it a million, that we are a reflection of our five closest friends or the people that we spend the most time with. So let me ask you about those five. Who are they? Do they uplift you or do they bring you down? Like, Are you the uplifting force of your group, right? Those and they don't have to be, you know, one group, but I'm just saying, like, just think about the five people that you spend the most time with, the five people that are in your circle, if you will. Do they lift you up or do they tear you down? Do you have to overcome negativity that exudes from them or do they shine positivity onto you? When you're struggling, do they help you push through? Or, you know, the old saying, misery loves company, right? Are they trying to drag you into their own misery? We are a reflection of the five closest people that we spend the most time with. And so when you, when you take a, a, a real honest examination of those five in your life, what does that look like? I've told this to many people before, but if you wake up every day with a doom and gloom mindset and all the people around you have that same mindset, it might be time for you to get some new friends. It might be time for you to run in a different circle. If it's your employment, if it's your coworkers, your colleagues, if it's the place you work that, that instills that negativity, that negative mindset in you, it might be time to move on. I know that's easier said than done, but listen, you might shine light for a little while in the darkness, but after long, you're going to grow weary and all that negativity starts to wear you down. And even the strongest positive people can be negatively affected by those toxic friends or those toxic environments. You know, sometimes these obstacles that we're facing, sometimes they result in failure, right? But failure is not necessarily a bad thing. I saw something this week, and I wish I could give it credit, but I don't remember where I read it or where I saw it. So I apologize. This is not my thought, but I, I saw it, and I, I thought it was great, and I wanted to share it. But, you know, we're taught in school that failure, for any reason, is bad. Like You make an F on, on a school project, that's bad. Like, there's no learning experience there, right? If failure in school is bad, but then you get out into the real world and failure is actually a learning experience, right? We just need to embrace failure and step back and say, what have I learned from this? You know, the best way to move past failure, the best way to move past heartache, the best way to move past a bad situation is to stop and evaluate and say, what did I learn from this, right? We can't move past a bad situation until we change our mindset, right? We'll just be stuck in this negative place. We have to change our mindset and say, what did I learn from this? So that perhaps I can prevent making those same mistakes again that led to failure. All right, let's look at number five, accountability in leadership. And we're talking about leading by example here. So accountability in leadership, I cannot stress this enough, is absolutely vital, right? And it starts with leading by example. The accountability that you expect from your team members, you should demonstrate that in your own life. You should have the same level of accountability, perhaps more, than what you expect from your direct reports or your team members or even your, your coworkers, your colleagues. We all know the saying that actions speak louder than words, but how true is that, really? We've all heard people say things that their actions don't match up with, right? Their words are not congruent with their actions, what do you believe when those two things don't match up? What do you believe? You believe their actions, right? You believe what they do. So let's create a culture of transparency, 
and open communication and encourage your team to take ownership for their work and their decisions. And I've said this before, I mentioned it early in the podcast, but if, if taking accountability and taking ownership, if that's a challenge in your organization or even that's a challenge for you personally, I cannot recommend enough the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. It's available in book form or audiobook. I listen to everything in audiobook. I don't read anything. So it's a great listen, extremely entertaining, but packed full of lessons to learn. It's absolutely in the top of my book list. Speaking of books, I am working on a book called The Accountability Playbook, and it's going to be a manual, if you will, on how to hold people and teams accountable. I know this is a tremendous challenge for a lot of leaders. And so I'm putting together a manual, if you will, a playbook on how to hold teams, people, organizations accountable. In the organizations that I've worked for over my 25 plus years in the business world, I have seen good accountability strategies and I have seen really, really bad ones. And so I'm pulling together all of that experience and all the nuggets too that I've gleaned from so many wise and successful leaders that I've come in contact with or read their books or their audios or podcasts or, you know, the whole gamut of things. And so hopefully we'll have that out soon and it'll be a resource for you. All right, let's look at number six, fitness accountability. And maybe I should have talked about this in conjunction with nutrition, but again, here we are, we're just shipping this thing today. So Physical fitness is not just about looking good, although I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people get into the gym and they say, hey, I want to lose some weight. I want to get fit because I want to look good. And that's fine. But it's about feeling great and having the energy to tackle life's challenges. I cannot tell you how much better I feel when I'm on a regular fitness routine. I mean, it's just night and day compared to how I feel when I'm not exercising and I'm not eating right. So I encourage you to set fitness goals. Join fitness classes for groups for support. I mean, then we talked about support above, accountability partners, accountability support. That goes for nutrition and and fitness as well. So join some fitness classes. You get some support from people just like you who are, are trying to get fit or trying to stay fit. That helps a ton when you've got a little group of, of uh, like-minded people that are trying to accomplish the same thing. You can get support for staying. Some people do really well with just personal accountability or or self-discipline. I'm just accountable to myself. But others need that little bit of support that being in a little group or having someone that cheers you on or maybe push you a little bit. Some people do better with that. So if that's you, then tap into that. Your local gym or YMCA, all those things are available, right? Or get a coach, someone that can help push you and hold you accountable for your fitness goals. Right? Make overall well-being a priority in your life. Again, we all have the same 24 hours. People that are fit, people that make fitness a priority, they don't have more time in the day than you do, and they're probably not less busy than you. They just make it a priority, right? We, we have time in our day for whatever is a priority to us. Would, would we agree with that? If we make it a priority, we will find time to do it. Think about the things that you make time for versus the things that you say, I don't have time for, right? The things that you are passionate about, the things that you love to do, the things that are important, you find time to do those. And fitness is no different. 
So let's talk about number seven now, the core of personal accountability. And we've talked about this. We've bounced around this idea a little bit, but it's about mindset, mindset mastery, right? The, the core of personal accountability lies in mindset mastery. How much you believe in yourself and your abilities can absolutely determine your success, right? So develop this growth mindset, if you will, where challenges are opportunities and where we talked about failures a little bit ago, where failures become lessons, right? Practice positive self-talk. Our brain listens to what we say and it starts to believe it. If we say negative things to ourselves over and over and over and over again, we start to believe those things. So practice positive self-talk and replace that, that negative self-doubt with affirmations that will help you to reinforce your own personal accountability. Now, I will be the first to admit, I am not one of those guys that stands in front of the mirror in the morning and says, you are handsome, you are so smart, you are strong, you are able to do anything. But listen, that stuff works for some people. If, if you are somebody that responds well to personal affirmations like that, then you should be doing them, right? For me, I stay away from negative self-talk, right? It's not so much about affirmations to me, but it's about staying away from negative self-talk because I know that when I hear negative things, even if it's coming out of my own mouth, it can have an effect on my mindset. So I try to stay away from negative self-talk. But for you, maybe it's emphasizing that positive self-talk and the positive affirmations. But all of that, listen, all of it's a mindset, right? It's, this is the core of personal accountability. I believe that. Your mindset is so big. What you believe you're able to do is, in the end, what you're able to do. And last but not least, accountability in entrepreneurship, right? This is where we have to be accountable to ourselves to set clear business goals. When it comes to failure, there is failure in entrepreneurship. It's inevitable. But failure is just a stepping stone to success. If you talk to 100 successful entrepreneurs, I can promise you this, 100 of them are going to tell you that there were some failures along the way, that success did not come without its speed bumps or its roadblocks or its setbacks, some failures, if you will. But we got to embrace those failures as just stepping stones to success, right? If, if we didn't fail at things, we would never strive to get better without problems, without big problems, without mountains that we have to climb. We'd never get better. If everything was just going the status quo, if everything was just going, you know, good and normal and no problems, no failures, no setbacks, when would we ever innovate? When would we ever create better efficiencies? What would drive us to get better if we're not having setbacks or failures? Nothing, right? We would just be stagnant. And those that are around us that are experiencing failures, that are creating efficiencies, that are solving problems are going to pass us, right? So we want to continually learn from these experiences on the entrepreneurial journey. And it's all rooted in accountability. Well, that is about all the time I've got for today. This podcast went a little longer than normal, but I hope that perhaps one or two of those eight things we talked about were some nuggets that you can take and you can apply to your own life. And I just want to end with this thought that accountability is an extremely powerful force and it can transform 
every aspect of our lives, whether that's our personal life, our professional life, our spiritual life, our health, our nutrition, athletics, hobbies, whatever that looks like, right? It can transform that. Accountability is such a powerful force. I want to challenge you. Pick one aspect of the accountability that we talked today. I always like to end on a challenge. And so I want to challenge you. Pick one thing of those eight that we talked about today and implement it in your life. Focus on it. And I think what you'll find is that when you focus on an area of accountability, you're going to unleash the power of that accountability. And you're going to watch how it propels you forward towards your goals. Well, as always, if you enjoyed it, won't you share it with your network? Share it with your five closest friends. Share it with somebody who you think might benefit from a talk about accountability. But most of all, I hope that something that was said today helps you to become a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have an absolutely amazing day.